Hey, girl, hey. Welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. So here's the deal. I have a two-hour talk radio show, The Taylor's Trucker Show, Monday through Friday that's available live from 8 to 10 a.m. EST, and then available for download to listen to whenever you want. But it's a subscription-based show. Hey, running a live radio show ain't cheap, honey. I do, however, realize that some people can't or simply don't want to pay for content, so I pulled some of my favorite bites from the Taylor Strecker Show for you to nibble on. I hope you love it. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome back to another episode of Taste of Taylor. I'm Taylor Strecker, your host, and today with me, I just keep going back and forth, back and forth. I feel like I'm cheating on my girlfriend. I've got Sean Kilby with me. Hey, boy, hey. Hey, girl, hey. So Sean is my, okay, so you're my Monday co-host, mm-hmm. but you're kind of, a, we, we've been talking about you being a bookend. I, I want to be Sean Sandwich. I'm nobody's bookend, all right? I'm <laughs> nobody's, I don't know what the opposite of that is. This is, you're talking about on the Taylor Strecker Show. On on the on my live radio show, the Taylor Strecker Show, we have a rotation of co-hosts, but Sean, we've gotten so, it's gotten a real word, it's certainly not. We have received uh-huh. so many requests to have you as um, a doubled up co-host. So well, I, I, I don't like to listen to people. so sweet. I can't take compliments. But that's really nice. So I think you're a, 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 the official bookender. So if you don't subscribe to the Taylor Strucker Show, you should, especially if you like this feller yeah, just, over here. He's on Monday and Friday. And you can listen the other days if you want to, or you can just listen on Mondays and Fridays if you want to hear me. Plus, it also means you get to make double the money. Double. Yeah, I Dubs. pay my co-host, people. You're a sweetheart. I am. Call me, do, do, call me Daddy fucking Warbucks. <laughs> Does Taylor Donahue get paid no. to be on this podcast? Taylor, no one gets paid to be on the podcast. I think I'm, Let's not get crazy. I think I'm <laughs> fan number one of Taste of Taylor because I like hearing your girlfriend. You like to hear my girlfriend. Well, a lot of people like to hear Taylor, but uh, we have had some technical issues with our microphones on candlesticks in our apartment. I wonder how that happened. <laughs> so uh, whenever I get an opportunity to grab somebody and do the, uh, you know, the intros and outros, Shows, if you will, for the Taste of Taylor podcast, uh, I take advantage of it. So I have Shawnee Boy with me right now. So this show is a very, it's a very professional podcast. Also, it's important for you to be a part of this intro and outro to the majority of this podcast. The clip, the clip, the clip. Give the people the clip. That's what they want. Um, because this, this was your and my Oscar breakdown. It's our precap. It's a, thank you. It's uh-huh. our Oscar precap. I like that. Because people can't watch all these movies. So no, we watch they can't. them for them. And I'm gonna give you a little uh I'm gonna give you a little inside information right here. Mm-hmm. I have been anti-award shows for I can't tell you for how long. Maybe a decade. Really? I hated them. I felt like all oh, these fucking celebrities, oh, they're in tabloids. Oh, they're being interviewed oh, on late night shows. Oh, they need more attention. Together. Yeah, they need more attention. No. They need to drool over them more and how, how special and talented and beautiful they are. So basically, I'm just deeply jealous and I couldn't watch award shows. When I was little, I could not watch American Idol. I would start crying and run away. Why? Because I wanted it to be just, honest. Oh God, no, no, it's, all, it's all FOMO. It's 100% FOMO. Totally. So I kind of uh, refused to watch award shows for a long time. If you've listened to me on uh, Wake Up With Taylor, which was on SiriusXM for uh, over a decade, you probably know me as somebody who refuses to cover and hates watching award shows. But then I met my girlfriend Taylor, and I fell in love. Love changes a lot, and she is Queen basic bitch, and she—I mean, she watches all the basic you know bitch TV, you know what? including award shows. shows. Are basic bitch stuff, and yes, I they are. love them though. I know. Well, the Oscars especially. I watch the Emmys, I watch the Golden Globes, I skip the Grammys because it's terrible. Uh-huh. The Oscars though, I love. 
Yes. Because it's a record of our time. Well, I this been, is that's what I love about it. I've been so anti, but I decided, you know what? I I'm I'm in a happy place now. I work at a happy place. I'm in a happy relationship. I get to see Shawnee Boy two days a week. I'm happy. So I thought, you know what, give in to the award shows. And you, Sean, maybe the first day that you were in here, mm-hmm. um uh, I was like, I uh, have... auditioning, auditioning to be a regular co-host. <laughs> you brought up the very first thing was have you seen Shape of Water and I said no but I've seen A Greatest Showman which was so freaking amazing and my girlfriend Taylor wants to see a lot of these you know movies leading up to the whatever Oscars because I have an opinion yeah. I like having an opinion about something and so you said please watch Shape, of, Shape water. of Water and so you were in my mind and then I had a friend who hooked me up with one of those special links where I get to watch all of the Oscar actually all the films that are out you know what's really good that's not an Oscar nomination but it should be tell me Molly's Game saw it so good good movie so good fun movie fun is the that the word you want to use exciting movie no <laughs> well it's a true based on a true story I think it got buzz that it was potentially going to be a she, best, best picture she nominee. was deserving of some, it's something. Chastain it's Jessica Jesse Chastain. Chastain. Yeah, Jesse. Oh, Jesse fan. over there. Did she get nominated for, for Best Actress? She should have. I don't should think have she been. did. Probably I, didn't. I think it got totally looked over. I think it might have been nominated for Best ori- or Adapted Screenplay because it was Aaron Sorkin. He's oh, kind of a, he did he the social network. He is just so, man, keep smoking that meth. Whatever keeps those quippy <laughs> lines coming out of your mouth. I'm here for it. God, they talk so fast. They talk almost as fast as you do. Yeah, because I'm on meth as well. <laughs> meth. The answer to all of your dreams of radio broadcasting. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I don't do meth. I do coke. I'm not poor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Mom, that was a mom. joke. Mom, just ki- mom, that was a joke. Mom. Just kidding. <laughs> meth is fucking gross. You know, it looks so fun though when you, no, you ever watch Intervention. It looks. <laughs> Linda, my girlfriend's favorite show is Intervention. <laughs> And no, she, it was every, mine for a while. Oh my god! After every episode, she's like, "I, I hate know. when they do the drinking ones." The drinking ones, it's like no one's it's having too fun. Close to oh, and they, and they take like rubbing alcohol. On the drink, yeah, they're like, they're like hand sanitizer. It's like sucking I love on it the so on, much. on the alcohol pads I used to clean my face with when I was in middle school. Oh, I'm like, you got a problem? Out. Pass it Go over. Go do some real drugs. <laughs> do you see the girl who goes? It feels like I'm walking on sunshine. And she was in the. In the parking lot of Home Depot, okay? Yeah. Actually, Which, no. You know what? There's a lot of parking lots of Home Depot and Walmart <laughs> on that show. You know. And that? she was huffing computer keyboard cleaner Aww. out of a straw, sucks it down, and then says, "It feels like I'm walking on sunshine." I'm like, now I want to try that. Anyway, anyway, we're not talking about intervention. We're not. We're talking although about it should be nominated for an Oscar. An Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean said to me, "I really, 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 really uh, want you to see Shape of Water." So it was in my mind. So anyway, saw got this link, and so this past weekend, all my girlfriend and I did literally was binge watch um, Oscar nominations. I'd say we would average like four to five in a day. That's, That's pretty. That's pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good little weekend, though. So I got all caught up, which I like have literally never done in my life, and it felt good. It's good. And Engage we, in the culture once in a yes. while. Yes. And so you, how did you see all these, Sean? Without I, without the magical link, how doth the regular person see all these films? I saw maybe half of them in the theater because I do like to go to the movies. And then I don't like to leave home. I'm a hermit. You can stream anything illegally now. <laughs> it's not even that hard to find a link. 
That's just Google true. it. I just Google them. Is this like Napster 2.0? Yeah. What we're doing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even download it. It just streams straight to my television. But there, this also happens to be a very strong year. Yeah. And we both happen to have very strong feelings about well, the shape of water. Here's my real question. Is it a strong year or do I feel like it's a strong year because it's the first year I've been fucking invested? You would think. Because yeah, I'm such a narcissist. No, no, no. I'm like, no, no, I'm like no, no. finally the Oscars is worthy of my attention. But I actually think the Oscars is I think it's kicking ass No, this year. is an exceptional good year. Invested There's now. a lot of good performances by actors that are competitive, uh-huh. and then there are more good movies in this year than ma- in many years past. I'm as invested in this Oscars. I'm going to watch this like a fucking sporting event. I'm going to watch the way I watched the goddamn Super Bowl. That's and what that you should was do. with conviction and loyalty to and, a team and drunkenness. Even, even though you grew up where the Patriots, yeah, play and I was and a traitor. So the- yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 hey, love makes you do crazy things like become a basic bitch and root for the Eagles. And watch the Oscars. <laughs> and watch the Oscars. So, Sean and I both were pretty, between the two of us, I think we've seen every single nomination for Best Picture. That's right. Except for... Except for, no, you saw Darkest Hour, so we're No, covered. there was one that we both, you and I did not see. Uh, the Post? No, well... You well, saw The Post? I didn't see that. Did you see that? No, we didn't see No, we didn't see that, but there but was we, one... Everybody knows what The Post the, the, is. The one where it's that, the guy's like, it's my last movie again. It's my last movie again. No, I saw that movie. It was oh. Phantom Thread. Oh. And if you want to know what I thought of it, you can listen to this coming yeah. up. Okay, you guys, so here you go. Here is the recap that Sean and I did of Oscar nominations. But, but, but we focused on Best Picture. Um, and quite frankly, you need this in your life. Because... If you're trying to figure out what you want to see and what you're not going to see, we give you the blue the the, the blueprint. You're welcome. Um, a, a little bit of spoilers, but only for the bad movies that you shouldn't see anyway. Didn't give away anything that matters. And also, I would I'm going to say that this was the best Oscar breakdown in the history of Oscar breakdowns because we like give it to you straight. But people we, don't, you know, people don't give. But we're also snarky enough. as shit, yeah. and we're really funny. <laughs> so it's like, even if you don't give a shit about the Oscars, like I used to not, it's still funny because yeah. it's super entertaining. And then you can go to work tomorrow and pretend that you saw all the movies. And you, you can also pretend that you said what we said Say, and take oh, credit for it. Anybody listening, it's yours. It's you yours. Can, you can take whatever we said and share it with your friends. Yes, absolutely. Unless you put it on social media, and then I want to be tagged at Taylor Tucker at Sean. Radio Sean Ryan. There you go. <laughs> so guys, here you go. Take a listen. Oh, Phantom Thread. All right, let's go. Just go through the movies. Okay, quick. so let's list them off. Didn't see and don't okay. know that I care to see. No. Should, do you want to do the, uh, list all nine and then we'll circle back? Absolutely. So it's Darkest Hour and Phantom Thread. Okay, yep. You've got uh, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. You got Lady Bird. You got your Lady Bird. Yep. You got your Get Out. You got your Get Out. You got your three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, you do. Uh, uh, and then you got uh, Call Me By Your Name. Call Me By Your Name. We watched it. It was mm-hmm. a lot. You got The Shape of Water. Uh, got The uh, Shape of Water. Shape. Water. Water. Let's save that for last, okay? And then the last movie, I feel like I'm missing something. We have the internet in front of us. We do. It's I hard do. to list nine anything. I it mean, is I can't hard. even remember my own phone number sometimes. Oscar so like, nominations like... 2018. Okay, let's okay. see. Okay. I feel like the last okay. one's actually a pretty good movie. Oh, it's The Post. See, The Post is go. so forgettable, even though it's like has all the parts of a great What's movie. What's Phantom Threat even about? Sorry. All right, so let's talk about Phantom. Let's go back. So we okay, yeah. Darkest Hour is boring. Wait. Best picture. Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, Shape of Water, Three Billboards, outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Okay, so Darkest Hour, boring, boring skippable, skippable. Dunkirk watched it, here for it. 
Here um, for it. Here for it. Here for the killings. Here for it. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. I was into Dunkirk. I think okay. it's worth. I think it's worth seeing if you can. Like, listen, movies are expensive. I get it. So if you can only see like three, this would not be one of my top three. It wouldn't see. And I, I don't think, think it's going to be winning. Now this is a movie made by Christopher Nolan, who made uh, The Dark Knight in yep. uh, what's he? Interstellar and Inception. Those mm-hmm. are like his three great movies. Mm-hmm. And the guy's good. Yeah. But you can tell when you're watching one of his movies. They're very masculine. Yes. They're always very dude-ish. It's very dude And it's also a war movie. So it it's like double dude. Double yes. down dude time. Double down duty time. But an awesome, and it's a true <laughs> duty time. Some would call Dunkirk duty time. It's double down duty time. <laughs> and it's a true story. Yes, it but, is. Well, the beauty though of Dunkirk mm-hmm. and The Darkest Hour is that they overlap. So, right. companion you, so see Dunkirk first if you're going to see The Darkest Hour because then it makes you like Dunkirk all the more because you're like, remember how not boring that movie was? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now Get Out's been out for, out. it feels like a million years. Get I feel Out, like, been out. I feel like this is the second time it's been nominated for an Oscar, although I know it's that's not true. It's been so long. It's been so long. Now, Get Out, when I first saw it, I was really hard on and I feel really bad and I had a lot of listeners um, say that it hurt their feelings that I wasn't into Get Out and that, oh. yeah, and, and but, but but I understand. It hurt their feelings? I understand what they're saying. It made them feel like I wasn't supportive of, you know. But that's not how enjoying things works. I get you. But here was my issue with Get Out. It wasn't that I didn't think it was a great movie and that it, d- it dealt with very important social issues. That's it, it, I, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't like, you know. I, like I how dare you have this message underneath the surface. Precisely. I was for the message. I just, you know what? I went in with such great expectations because I got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. 100%. No room for error. And I just felt like. I didn't think it deserved 100%, maybe a 95%, but 100 was just too high for me. So it was it was on such a pedestal for me that it was almost impossible for it to live up to its expectations. That's what happened to me last year with Moonlight. Yeah. Everybody said Moonlight was going to knock you. my socks off. Knock, and I watched knock, it. Did it knock the socks off? No, I walked out and my socks were still on my feet. <laughs> I walked out of that and theater shoes? and I said, "Or were you missing a shoe?" No, yeah, no, I didn't. Your, I don't. I don't wear shoes. Anyway, I don't wear <laughs> shoes. I was just like in divas, so I was good. The movie was great. Moonline was, was great. great don't you, get me wrong. But I know what you're saying. But I my also, expectations important, were important, through the roof. Important social, it, social message. Yes. Oh, it's the first of its kind. It's an amazing story. I don't think that it's one of the sort of movies that when it's like on Netflix in 20 years, you're, you're just like, like let's like, throw on let's Moonlight, watch this. which is important to me. Whereas. Three billboards outside of Ebony, Missouri. Totes. You will watch totally. over and over and totally. over and over and over again. Lots of very important messages, social messages in that one. I mean, it covered the spectrum. Uh-huh. Police, racial issues, for real. So, okay, should we talk about this movie now? Let's go there. I mean, this is my okay. this is my this is my pony I'm picking. This if it doesn't win, I'm gonna be physically angry and, no! hurt, and hurt things in my apartment. <laughs> really? Like my television. I love and that my you mirror. Because were... those are the only things that you can hurt. <laughs> That's how I felt about La La Land last year. Uh, I was like, if La La Land doesn't win, then this is I a travesty. So, now now see, now I am not the biggest fan of La La Land. I actually think that the greatest showman, which isn't nominated, unfortunately, it is amazing. You must see it in a theater. The greatest showman affected me the way La La Land, I think, affected a lot of people. And I think it's, I'm going to say, I think The Greatest Showman is better than La La Land. Because I think it is more, um, I think it is more widely applicable. The, like, the, the yeah. concept of, like, hope is hope and dreaming. Yeah. Whereas La La Land was just so L.A. like, centric. It was L.A. How was... can you, being a non-L.A. lover, love La La Land? I just thought the movie was, like, I don't really like musicals as a rule. They... Please go see The Greatest Showman just for I'll, me. I'll do it for you. Okay. Just for, I heard the music good, but La La Land, I thought, was moving. Uh-huh. And the music and was awesome. And it didn't win. And when it didn't win, what well, did, it did I win. was like, great, it won. It did win. We done did it. We got it right. And then it didn't. And then win. it didn't win. Which was double down duty time. Double down duty time <laughs> at the Oscars last year. So this year, I think that 
the the three billboards we can just call three billboards three billboards occupies the space of La La Land which is that a lot of people love it it's, and then a lot of people honestly, don't love it and it might not win because of I that. don't know who you are that doesn't love it but you must be not intelligent mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to say because it is one of the smartest funniest darkest ironic moving I like you know how they say it'll make you laugh it'll make you cry I was literally crying whilst laughing and laughing laughing whilst crying I have never experienced that combination of emotion awesome. where I physically was I mean I it, talk about double down duty time double down duty double time. down duty double emotional down crying, time. laugh time but like laughing as I was hysterically crying it is I mean Fakey Falco, that's what I call, uh, what's her name? McDorm- <laughs> Fakey Falco, she looks like Fakey Falco, that's her! Frances McDormand, oh don't so, you know. It's so disrespectful to Frances McDormand because she is actually like, like Carmela Soprano, also known as Edie Falco, Edie Falco. Um, right. is a phenomenal actress. Nah, No, nah. I'm just saying, if you know. No, but just yeah. nah. nah. <laughs> but she's a great actress, don't yeah. get me wrong. But like, Frances is like the movie star version of Edie, but for some reason I love Soprano so much that Francis becomes Fakey Falco to me and Taylor. <laughs> Fakey Falco is such a good name. We never know if it's really Falco or Fakey Falco, but Fakey Falco is fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. Well, she's going to, so just if we're making predictions, and I think, by the she way, she should win as well. When I come back from Mexico and we do our Oscars preview in like yeah. two Fridays, yeah. we'll try and pick the winners. That's and you're what we'll going to be with me afterwards so we can, you know, commiserate. Oh, and then on Monday, we're going to book it. We'll book it in the Oscars. Oscars will book in your week. Here's my thought, is that I think she's going to win Best Actress. I think that is the surest thing at the Oscars this year. She is so good. I hope so. So I'm telling you, if if there's one movie that you can see before the Oscars, Three Billboards is my recommendation. I back it 110%. It is just, it 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 is the greatest movie I've ever seen. Because, but you know what? Now, now I don't want to set people up because this is the thing is that the greatest movie you've ever seen. I, just, I love you know that you think it's the greatest movie I you've really ever do. seen. I ju- the acting was so superb. I loved the cast completely. Amazing acting. Woody Harrelson. The story was knocked my socks off. So knocked. Did you walk out barefoot? Barefoot. <laughs> he didn't even have a foot. <laughs> didn't, yeah, Sean has a Sean has a wooden foot now. That's right, how good the, right, the movie yeah, was. Right. Yeah, I'm a basically a pirate. Uh, <laughs> Sam Rockwell also he's going to win best Sam supporting. Sam Rockwell was so was good. So in good. It. He finally has his moment. He's a Mem- good actor. Remember the creepy guy from Charlie's Angels? That's who That's he is. Sam he's Rockwell. the creep from Charlie's Angels. <laughs> and now he's that guy from Three Billboards. So uh, anyway, and but here's the thing too, though. I had such low expectations going in. I thought it was going to be so boring and so bad. Yeah. So, so you, I think I, you will be pleasantly surprised by this movie. How about we say it like that? Not the best I we've agree. ever seen because I don't want to. I don't want to get out it to people. But if I was oh, giving you Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, yeah, I would yeah, give it hundred yeah, yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, the Post didn't see. I still haven't seen the Post. Don't either. know that I even want to see it. I think it's one of those movies I will eventually see. But here's the problem: Steven Spielberg made this movie. It's starring Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep. Yeah. So that's like the holy trinity right there. You Tom Hanks it. is my favorite actor. Meryl Streep probably the greatest living actress, if not the greatest. One of my of all favorite time. actresses of all time, mm-hmm. next to Fakie Falco. <laughs> next to Fakie Falco. I, lo- I want to really respect right. Francis. Is Merle? Is Merle? <laughs> is, Merle. She, is Merle? Is she nominated this year? I think she might be. She's uh, not going win because Meryl is yep it's right. Meryl and it's also the you know whatever her name sure, is so, so Ronan. yep mm-hmm. Margot Robbie for I Tonya I Tonya also highly not nominated not nominated for best picture but yeah but lead movie. actress great movie loved it and Margot Robbie is looking good yeah I mean uh, 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 Tonya Harding wishes she looks like a bad <laughs> ugly Margot Robbie yeah like a bad Margot Robbie is still better than talk 99%. about a punchable face Tonya Harding had the most punchable face <laughs> 
<laughs> then Fakie Falco for three billboards. And then Sally Hawkins for The Shape of Water. We're going to get to that in a second. Okay, so we covered Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Phantom Thread, because we didn't see it. The Post, we just also didn't uh, see it, and we're not well, really I here remember, for it. I did see Phantom Thread, so I'll just tell you right now. Okay. Skip it. Okay. It's made by Paul Thomas Anderson, who's also an excellent director, uh-huh. and it's starring Daniel Day-Lewis, who's one of the greatest living actors. And it's his last movie. It's his last movie, and the thing is, Don't it's use just, that, trying to get me to no, get you an, an, no, an Oscar nod. That doesn't get you extra points. Mm-mm. Uh, the movie is like perfect in the craft yes. of the movie and yes. it's boring AF. Okay. It's just nothing happens. Nothing happens. Okay. So um, then also Lady Bird. Great movie. Great you movie. You saw Lady Bird. Again, talk about a little a bit of hype. A lot, a lot of, of hype. A lot of hype. Okay. So this movie is- Liked it, but- Liked it, didn't love it. This movie is deeply personal to me. And yet I only- Because you were- I, Here's the crazy- this, Born and bred. In- born and bred. This takes place in Sacramento, California. Yes. Not just that, but the, the girl who made it, Greta Gerwig, made this movie, wrote and directed, does not appear in the movie. But she's like an actress she mainly. She Yep. She- She's like Alina Dunham, in she's case like you don't Alina, know. Alina Dunham. Yeah. Exactly. An auteur. Mm-hmm. And so she wrote this movie. It's vaguely autobiographical. Not totally, but right. like it's basically about her, her life like a senior in high school. The movie takes place in like 2002, 2003 in yeah. Sacramento, California, following it's a you. senior in high school. Which is the year? I was a senior Just in high so you school. Know, this, this movie is about Sean. This movie is about. So, if are you I the gay boyfriend ch- or are you the <laughs> asshole boyfriend? <laughs> I was neither. Oh, we hated the guys from that Catholic school oh, where I went to school, worst. and we always made we always act. I mean, basically, yeah, they were they were the villain. Okay, so it makes a lot of sense. Okay, but also like in high school, I dated one of these girls from the same high school. So you, so even despite you kept feeling school. a very personal connection to this movie, no, I mean the movie. You're still gonna say it's it, you could sleep on it. It's one of those things where like I Too could see overhyped. Somebody, I think it's a little overhyped, and I could see somebody going into a theater, seeing this movie with absolutely no hype, and walking out saying that was a masterpiece. And I, I don't know that s- I would say a masterpiece. I think they, they would go, "That was really good." That's what I said. And that's, I saw, th- that's the best I think that mm, that's going to get. Linda saw it with her family. Unless it's the first movie you've literally ever seen in your <laughs> entire life. Maybe you would walk out and go, that's a masterpiece. <laughs> but I think it's really good. Right. It's a good version of what it is, though. That's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's spinning off of this this type of movie yeah, called Mumblecore. Yeah, good and all that. You know what it gives yeah. me? You, you know what vibes it gives me? It gives me the vibes of Ellen Page in what's that movie? Juno. It's very Juno. It. It's, it's very, very Juno. Juno. But I actually think it's more subtle than Juno because Juno was like the comedy. Juno was better. Oh, and I, I think we disagree. So here's, I'll tell you what my takeaway was though. Lynn had already seen the movie. So then we watched it together at okay. home and the movie ended and I go, you know, it was pretty good. It kind of, but it didn't feel like a movie. It felt like a, a series of vague recollections. Ah. And she goes, yeah, you know, there's an interview with uh, Greta Gerwig where she's like, I wanted to feel like a bunch of memories. Oh, so honestly, wow. she nailed it. The thing is like, it's exactly what but she But had Greta not be. said that, it wouldn't have been so poignant. I know. So here's the thing. I don't think the movie should win Best Picture, but no. if it does... I won't be mad. I will be mad. And I do think that she has a good chance of winning Best Director. Okay, fair enough. Call me by your name. Haven't seen it. Okay, so I saw it. It was, okay, so as a, I'm a, I'm a an active part of the LGBTQ community, okay? Mm-hmm. I live it in my life. Um, I'm a big supporter. I'm an ally, I would call myself. So this is the thing, fair I'm enough. super into the gays. I know you are. You're super into me. You're yeah. super into JB. He's Love super into, he's, and yeah. therefore you're super into, the, into right. the gays. Okay, so call me by your name made me uncomfortable because of my own journey. And that's what makes it so good because it really taps into the confusion and the shame that sometimes people experience by, you know, being a, being a part of what, by being a part of that minority aside from the majority. Although the, the parental relationship with the young boy and the boy's 17. This movie got a lot of shit because it was talking about, um, 
Basically, uh, what is that? What Nembla? Is that what it's called? Nambla? Nambla, yes. It's almost like a pro-pedophilia group where it's like men fighting for loving boys, which feels very wrong and very bad. But... I understand Agreed. why people could Agreed. maybe associate this movie with that because the boy, first of all, he looks a lot younger than he is. He's supposed to be playing a seventeen-year-old. Um, he does look, but so they go. Young. He looks like he's fifteen, but yeah. he's seventeen in the movie, and he and he's a European seventeen, which it makes him like an, an American twenty-one. Twenty-one. 21. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and he's also very sexually active with girls as well in the film, mm-hmm. and I think that they did that to establish that he's sexual by nature. So right. it's not like he was taken advantage advantage of by an older gay man who then you know confused his sexuality. That's not the story whatsoever. Although I could see maybe somebody pers- viewing it from those eyes, maybe that doesn't understand what it's like yeah. to be a part yeah. of the LGBTQ well, community. But, but also, Army Hammer plays the love interest. Oh well, who wouldn't want to fuck him? <laughs> I mean, honestly, the guy the is a tall drink is of water. He is so hot fellow. he could play both Winklevoss twins, <laughs> <laughs> which he did in the movie Social Network. But um, he looks actually older than he is. So I actually like the age gap looks. It looks big, problematic. But see, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil Optics. anything for you guys. But if you do see it, you will see that you know it. It is not. There was a lot of hype around it, negative mm-hmm. press, and 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 when you watch the movie, it, it has no 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 undertones of that whatsoever. Okay. Whatsoever. It, it, I dig it. it. So. I, it is a, tr- a true love story, um, and I loved it because I've lived it. I guess in some in, in yes. some ways, but at the same time, it was very long. It was very I was, that was it was gonna very my, European. I was going to ask you. My question was: very Did it European. feel long? Because the movie long. is over two hours, very long, and a movie like that should not be that long. It shouldn't overstay its welcome. But I did really love it, and also, if you are a parent of a child who is identifiable, uh, identifies as a part of the LGBTQ community. Go see this movie see because see the, together. the parents' relationship with their son and in regards to oh, this relationship is so okay. beautiful. Yeah. Like Taylor and I, the whole time we're like, "Those are amazing parents." Yeah. Just go see it. Go see. Th- th- okay. th- 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 I am going to watch the movie before the Oscars, so but I can I, have but, an but I don't think it needs to win. But I think it's important. Mm-mm, but mm-mm. I do. I think. I think you was kind. You was. You was. You was important. You was. What, what is it? You was kind. You was smart. You was important. Right. Yes. The hell. Call me by your name. Call me by yes. your name. <laughs> yes. 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 Okay. Um, let's do uh, the shape of water. I th- are, are we there? I think we're there now. Did we miss one? No. Nope. Just just to just to give you my. And I don't know if you agree on this. though. the three front runners are Get Out. Yeah. Three three billboards yes. and Lady Bird. Those are the three that are most likely to win. I would like to see Call Me By Your Name replace Lady Bird, but that's just me. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. So, Shape, Shape of, of water. water. You watched this movie. Shape of Water. <laughs> what a stinker. Not a good movie. Not a good movie. Not a good movie. Taylor's sister, who I love and adore, Allie, like said, like, she gave it like 100. You know, she, she gave it. Put, gave, she did the little one hundred with the red one with the three lines and under we, it, and we trusted her. She yeah. must have been taking crack that day. She must have been. She must have been in a weird place. some sort of hallucinogenic what drugs. What a weird ass you know movie! What? I don't do drugs, but if I did, good movie to watch on <laughs> drugs. I bet. I mean, it's weird. It was so bad. I did okay. not like it. Yes. I fell asleep. Thank you. It was the first one Taylor and I watched because I wanted to watch because Shawnee Boy here yeah. said to me, you got to watch it because it is. It, well, what did I say? It's bestiality. Oh, it's straight up bestiality. Yeah. I mean, it's straight this up. This woman it's, is it's having problematic. sex with a fish alien. No, in, in a moment, and we're having a moment right Slash now. God. He's a god as well. He's he, also a god. He's a bit of a god. Yeah. Well, by the way, from like the Amazon River. We're we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're, spo- don't, we're gonna don't, spoil don't don't turn movie. off the radio because we're gonna what? spoil it. And you're, you're welcome. welcome. 
You're welcome. Yeah. You can still see it, so you can have an opinion, but it's not like this movie's going to knock don't your waste socks your, off. Don't, don't waste your what? Your $15? Don't waste your, don't waste your money. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. But watch it like at home while, while don't you're Don't waste like, your socks. Don't waste your socks. <laughs> don't, don't waste your aqua socks. You're going to knock your aqua socks right it off. It will not. It will not. No, aqua socks sound way firm. Wait, That's wait. the whole point of them. <laughs> the, whole, the whole point of them <laughs> is to keep your feet clean and safe. Yes. All right, so in this movie, if you don't know anything about it, Ugh. there is a woman. This is all from the trailer. There's a woman yep. who is mute. Yep. And so and she just doesn't. You don't know. Mute means you can't talk. Can't but you can't hear. She can hear. So she signs to speak because she, she speak. doesn't speak. It's set in like maybe the fifties or sixties. Fifties, sixties. It's supposed to feel like this. It's like, when we really hated the Russians. Is when it's set. It, yes. Like yes. when people were like communist and yes. people would go to jail. That's when it's set. Right. It's yes. like the only thing anybody thought about was the and people red drove Buicks. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And she works at like a government facility and she's- As a cleaning person. And, but it's like a government facility with like tons of security cameras in like the laundry room, but none in the rooms that matter. I just want to Correct. point that out. Correct. Really important to the plot. Very important No detail. one sees her having a romance with the, our other prime Started character. Started by hard-boiled eggs. Right. Okay. So let's just tell the whole movie. So here's the thing. <laughs> this, you know like, what? Maybe not. No, I want to. Okay. So there's like this aquatic creature. Again, this is in the trailer. He's yep. he's kind of like a merman, but he's merman, not. He's merman. Like a, he's like a... <laughs> I don't even know that, where that, where that comes That's out. from Zoolander. Do it again. Merman, merman. merman. <laughs> so there's this merman. He's like a merman, but he, merman. Can, but he can walk. He can go outside the water. Yeah. But he's not like. But not for very long. He's not like a hot merman. He's not Think like Daryl Hannah. Um, Daryl Hannah. He's not Daryl Hannah. No, he's not Daryl like, Hannah. That movie Splash, if yeah. you go back and watch it, it's actually really bad. If you remember yeah. that movie from when you were a child, it's actually amazing. Fine, yeah. If you watch it as an adult, you're like, this is a real stinker. Right. That deserves an Oscar more, more than, the shape, than of the shape of Water. You got it. The Shape of Water, look, the only thing it has going for it is it's visually stimulating. Yes. It's pretty. But that's what this director always does. He does boring movies that look good. Yeah. I'm not I was a big Guillermo not, del Toro guy. I was not for it. But let's talk about this the this, romance. This, this, this romance. Okay. So you were disturbed by the romance. I was also disturbed by the romance. She has sex with this aquatic creature. Yeah. And listen, I believe that love is love is love is love is love obviously right except when it involves animals except I, exactly and he's kind of an animal well first of all the so mo- is it or is it not bestiality i feel like it's 100 is that the bestiality. word is, is that the word bestiality or bestiality bestiality, bestiality. The second one. which is illegal by the way but then again can't do it. in some states it's still illegal to give blowjobs so we can't really go by the sexual laws of this country but that's not the sort of slippery slope that i see in this movie the problem with this movie is first of all by the time they fall in love yes i didn't buy it I was like, I don't think he's that into her. Also, I don't know about his wiener. I don't know what his dick... Well, first of all, <laughs> she had no idea if he even had one at no, this no, point. No, no, her friend had no idea. Octavian. Octavia Spencer. Octavia, Octavian. Octavius. Octavius Spencer. Did not know. She said, it looks like he's flat in the front. Right. And then she said... And then she signs that basically right. his penis, his flat... His, his, his Ken doll body, the flat part... Kendall. Yeah, his Kendall opens, opens up. And then dink it inks, a little wiener pops out. Yeah. So, I, they, so they had sex. She confirms it. They do get down. Yeah. And the reason she loves him, or the reason she has an emotional connection with him, is because he doesn't know there's anything wrong, wrong with, with her. Because they mute. sign together. Yes. But, uh, while I'm watching this movie. And eat hard boiled eggs together. And eat hard boiled eggs together, which everybody likes. The reason you know the reason she's a social outcast is not because she's mute, it's because all she does is eat hard boiled eggs. eggs. Who does that? <laughs> I actually I do, do too. But yeah. I'm dying. But not in public. <laughs> but here's the thing. So she says that she lo- like falls in love with him because yeah. he doesn't because they sign together. Yeah. Well, you know what? Coco the gorilla can sign with people. Yeah, but can you fuck her? You can't fuck a gorilla. No. You can't do it. Coco a girl or a boy. I think it's a guy and you can't have sex with him. (laughs) He cannot give consent. No. 
This so, is not okay. So um, this is why we are so, disturbed by this movie. So it's not like being the beast kind of bestiality where he well, just transforms into the man. What a great, like, is, great question. What a yeah, great question. That was my whole thing. Like you said, bestiality. I was like, oh wait, it's like being the beast bestiality because we all know Belle, Belle fell in love with mm-hmm. the beast. Yes, Who she then did. turned into a man, which then they had sex. Right. Which is kind of- But a, see, back oh, in the okay. old days, you wait to have sex until someone goes from an animal to a human, a human so you again. don't commit a crime. See, this is in, in like Victoria. Actually, to really spoil this movie, and if you really care about this movie, you want to see it, now is the time to cover your ears. I really don't. But he turns her into a him. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) At the very end, did you turn the movie off before the end? She gets guilt at the end and becomes a fish-like creature and lives in the water with him. Oh, yes. No, I do remember that. I well, thought actually, you meant she gives him a, or he gives her a dick, and then they could do it. Like, I thought you were like, she turns her into him. He's like, let's do this. Oh it's my god, Pegasus. it's reverse Shrek all over again. <laughs> it really is. Oh my god, touche, Jamie. You know what, Shrek, not okay now that I think. You know about what, it. Little Mermaid, yeah. fucked, up. fucked up. She is a mermaid. Actually, mermaid. but wait, she became human. She did. She became human after that. Yeah, yeah and she clearly they human. couldn't have sex while she was a mermaid because exactly. mermaids don't have vaginas. They exactly. have exactly. She became back to human. So. That that's a whole different. This you just said like he but is just again, a fish man. Yeah, he fish transform into JD a JD. man. Let's be respectful. He's a fish man god. He's a fish man god. <laughs> He's got like <laughs> we find out all kinds of things you. about how great this guy is. Is he like, Neptune? He's a healer. Oh. I don't think he's Neptune. Oh, no, no, like because Neptune in in uh, in Little Mermaid is hot. This guy oh, is this not, guy's not hot. hot, so therefore he's not Neptune. <laughs> oh my god! But like, for a good good question, though. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, he started as a guy, yeah. as a human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it's ex- he can give consent. I feel like he is, a, so is you're acceptable. So you're all about the consent. Also, that's, that's why well, you, you have an issue with bestiality. Like she can't really ascertain whether or not this guy knows what's going on. I feel like she's taking advantage of him. She does, but then he And makes- even then, it, you can't fuck a fish. They can't fuck you a can't fish. You can't fuck a fish. <laughs> I mean, you fish don't do even have sex to themselves. They just lay, they literally just lay eggs while the male fish just dumps a semen on the eggs. They don't, there's so no intercourse with fish. If that happened fish. in this movie, I think it would have been a sweeter film. Okay, so there you go. We, we just wish he dumped his semen, semen on her eggs. eggs and called it a day. And called it a day. Then that, we'd say, God, Oscar worthy. Yeah, because then it'll be, it'll be a fish. It'll be fishes having sex at that point, which would be okay. Let's not, take a break. Hey girl, hey, guess what? For just $6.95 a month, you can get a subscription to The Taylor Strecker Show. Dun, 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 dun. It is my new live independent radio show. You guys, it's awesome, okay? Here's the deal. It is live Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. EST. And it's a live radio show. You can call in. Also, it's amazing because, well, it's commercial free. And another feature that I love and is so fantastic is if you can't listen live, and it's no big deal if you can't, you can just listen whenever you want through your podcast app. It is so easy and so awesome and so much fun. So join the party. Party. See? See what I did there? By just going to taylorstrucker.com and you can subscribe for just what? Who? Where? $6.95 a month. You guys, that's like 33 cents a freaking show. Do you go to Starbucks? Yeah. Okay, so you get it. It's an amazing deal, and I highly encourage you, especially if you're out there alone in the world just looking for some companionship. I am, well, that companion. It's like those motorcycles with that like little sidecar. You can just stick me in that little sidecar right there for $6.95. All day long, I'm there with you. Anyway, I hope you guys subscribe, and if not, well, just keep enjoying Taste of Taylor, my podcast for The Taylor Strecker Show. Oh, my God. We are fucking geniuses. <laughs> 
That was a lot of fun. I could talk about the Oscars for hours. Honestly, when we were in it on the show talking about it, I remember having a moment where I floated above my body, you know, like when you die, except you're not dead. Well, I'm, I don't know what that's body like, experience. but I can imagine out of body experience <laughs> is like. And I thought to myself, are we talking, because I was so deeply invested in, in it, and then all of a sudden, old me jumped into my body and was like, Taylor, we hate the Oscars. Oh, the Oscars are and nothing. then I, yes, stop <laughs> talking about it. And I thought to myself, maybe, are we going on too long? Like, if people haven't seen these movies, is this boring? And then I just listened back and I was like, that was fucking entertaining. Well, the other thing is, we talked about the Super Bowl recently, which just happened a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. The best thing about the Super Bowl is a lot of people are watching it. Yeah. And there aren't many things like that anymore. And the Oscars is one of those things. You said things. that. You used a really big word the to describe monoculture. that. The monoculture. The monoculture has, it is, it used to be so everywhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, basically the monoculture, that con- the concept being that something that everybody at least knows about or is participating exactly. in. Exactly. There's so few of those things left. Everything's so fractured. Three television networks, so people had to watch one of three things. And that's the Oscars. So many people are watching it. I kind of like that it's something I can talk about. I know you're. I'm. 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 I'm over my days of poo-pooing these big monoculture mm-hmm. monoculture events. I'm here for it. I'm a basic bitch, just like you, Sean. <laughs> No, I'll take it. I absolutely. <laughs> the other thing is I like debating old Oscars when they get it wrong. So it's fun to participate in in the moment, too. This is true. Like when there is a movie that won and it definitely shouldn't have. Yes. Or the movie that's like one of the great ones uh-huh. and you can recognize it in its own time. I find that to be very fulfilling. Well, now that I've seen pretty much all of the nominations for Best Pictures, or at least the ones that I even care to see, I, I, I mean, I feel passionately about who I want to win and what deserves to win. So I am most definitely going to be watching the Oscars this year. Okay, so just. Like enthusiastically. It, I want to hear your actual pick for who you think will win. That's okay. the question. No, Best not will. Picture. Better or Better. shit's getting blown up. And by shits, I mean my closet. I'm going to blow my own closet up if <laughs> Three Billboards does not win Best Real, Picture. You, well, you said it might be your favorite movie ever. No, ever. Ever. I'm obsessed with all the acting. I'm obsessed with the storyline. It was, it was, it was a perfect movie. It gets a 10, a 10, a 10 or 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. So I think. Get- and if I were in charge of Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I think long term, like I just brought up the long term, like 15, 20 years from now, when people look back at this year, what's the movie that should have won? Yeah. I think the answer to that is Get Out. I think the movie that people will one day say should have won I always is Get Out. I get uncomfortable when we talk about Get Out because I've had so many listeners tell me, like, you hurt my feelings the way you don't like Get Out. I think that they think that it, like, I'm not understanding the, the, the cultural significance. I get it. I just feel like it was given too high of a ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. That's yeah, it. I found it thoroughly entertaining, which is one of the best things it for a best great. picture. But you think it needs to deserve to win? No, I I think it deserves. I think I think. Get, no, something special needs to get best picture, Sean. Get Out and is special. Three, get Out is special. Three Three Billboards is special. Three Billboards is also special. That's why it's such a great year. But Get Out invented a whole new genre. The, the social thriller is a new thing that we are going to see over and over again. It's scary. Okay. It's funny. It's poignant. That is rare. But my pick for what I think will win... Yeah, but Allison movie, Wilson was in it. Yeah, so was Allison Williams. <laughs> yeah, they were, Allison Wilson you know gave what? a game-changing performance, but Allison Williams' daughter, Brian Williams. You know what's my claim to fame is that? I have very strong opinions and know nothing. That was a <laughs> primary example of that being you my- You bad in it, the girl from Girls? So, sorry, wait, Allison- Williams? Williams. Is that her name? Wait, right? Now I don't know. Wait, did I say Wilson? Is it Channing Tatum or Channing Tatum? Is it Channing Tatum? <laughs> wait, Allison-, Allison Brie. 
No, Allison Williams. Allison Williams. Did you think she was yeah, good? No, I thought she was uh, good. She, Mar- Marnie, you know what? She, the, here's the problem. She played Marnie so well Marnie that I have a problem with it. I hate Marnie. Therefore, I hate Allison Williams. Also, her Allison- dad's a suck bag. He lied about being in, in war. Iraq? That was weird. So I'm not for her. I think she ruined it for me, if I'm being totally honest. Oh. There you go. That's why. See, I thought the whole cast was tremendous. And it's just a good movie. But here's my pick. for Her what, mouth little... is so mouthy. She's got a big old mouth. <laughs> she, if you like big mouths, she and Julia Roberts. Like her and like the Godfather. <sighs> like, you know, it looks like they stick little cotton balls or mentos <sighs> Didn't down beneath the- did put cotton balls in his mouth? Well, I guess Allison, Allison Williams, mm-hmm. Will, Will, Willis. Well, Allison Wilson has a smaller <laughs> mouth, but also great teeth. I, my stupidity uh-huh. I am actually I impressed myself with it at that time no you can misspeak <laughs> I misspeak all the time I can't remember anybody's name oh Sean fuck that you remember everyone's here name here is my pick for what will win and I'll tell you why okay so you're, you're, you're so get out to know get out should win three billboards would be worthy but Lady Bird is going to take that is such bullshit well I will and well, here's what I guess all my clothes are going to be set on fire so I can't go to any parties I'm going to be too busy destroying my own property your own apartment <laughs> I think it's going to win because it is the movie of this moment yeah. if the Oscars were six months ago it would have been Get Out but the whole Me yeah. Too thing and having the female director slash screenwriter. Oh, so, and as a woman, and it's a pointy I movie. can say it's that. It's a good movie. As a lesbian woman, yeah. that's so dumb. That's not why you, things should win. I agree. I'm not saying it should win. I'm just saying I think it will win. Well, we'll we will we see. We will see. We now, will see. Last question. How will you be watching this? Are you going to be co- cozy up on the couch with Tay-Tay? I guess I'm going to be sitting in my walk-in closet with, uh, with a, box, uh, a box of matches. <laughs> a bottle of gasoline. Uh, gasoline us. Uh, you can save yourself and come over to my place okay. I'm going to be having an Oscar party what are you party. doing you guys dress up and shit like that we well we don't dress up if people if you want to wear something nice you're I want to dress up like uh, Audrey Hepburn you could do a that Hepburn. feels appropriate that would be nice but we're gonna, <laughs> I think we'll have themed foods I think we're going to do some now how do you foods. theme a food you just like come up with something that's like from that movie so you have some slimy green shit Slimy, what would that go with? Shape of water. Shape of water. <laughs> so we'll have uh, some guacamole for shape of water. Okay, okay. We'll have like chicken for ladybird. We'll have, we're just going to have a whole spread. And then I love doing the ballots. So we'll have ballots that people can fill this out. This is sounding way too like. And the winner gets a bottle of bubbly to take home with them. Well, honey, I'll be bringing 10 with me just one, to get by. <laughs> the other one is like Oscar's bingo is fun. Yeah. When you wait for things to happen and then you mark it. I'm tr- truthfully, I'm a bit of a hermit, so I feel like if I'm going to be honest about my plans, I'm probably going to be like lock my girlfriend, like chain lock her in the apartment to make her watch the Oscars alone with me. But if I'm being cool, then yeah, maybe You're I'll uh, maybe welcome. I'll come. You're always Thanks, Sean. We'll be, in spirit, we'll at least watch it together. In spirit, we will. We can Skype. You want to? You want to Skype? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, enjoy your little private Oscars party, and I'll enjoy mine. Yeah, and, and enjoy all your activities. And then we'll discuss it on ne- this coming Monday. Yeah, on your Taylor Strecker you, show. You will be the co-host as you are the bookender. I'll be so there. you'll be here. Uh, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as we enjoyed doing it. And yeah, there you have it. That is our taste of Taylor for this week. Sean Kilby, thank you so much. Bye, girl. Bye. Sean, where can people find you? At Radio Sean Ryan on Instagram and Twitter. And, and you can find me at Taylor Strecker. What were you just going to plug it for me and be a sweetheart? Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Wait, but what, I didn't plug what's your handle? Uh, what's your Twitter handle that you haven't tweeted at? And you know what? Don't even bother. But the, but don't even if bother. you go on Twitter right but now, but definitely go to my Pinterest. There you go. It's uh, your I don't Pinterest. Ha- it's I don't have a fucking Pinterest page. dot <laughs> com. It's what basic bitch is this for? That's that's too basic. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing Pinterest. No, don't need to. Unless Pinterest pays me, and then I'll do Pinterest all day every day. Just saying. If you want to advertise here, Pinterest. Are you on Facebook. Yeah. 
Facebook.com slash Taylor official. I get my feelings hurt every time I go on Facebook. It's just a thing. You know, I'm working it out with my therapist. Maybe the Zoloft will help with that one. Come join. Come say something nice. We appreciate the listeners. <laughs> and also, guys, make sure, if you haven't already, to sign up for the Taylor Strecker Show. Live radio show Monday through Friday. Two hours. Commercial free. And uh, you just get a lot of me and Sean and the rest of the amazing co-hosts. So thank you guys for tuning in. Taste of Taylor. Please share it with your friends. Rate it. Five stars. Uh, write a comment, all that good stuff. And we'll see you back here next week. Bye-bye. Hey, girl, hey. Did you love this taste of me? Want more? Then make sure to go to taylorstrecker.com to subscribe to The Taylor Strecker Show for hours and hours of me entertaining your ass. Content with this nibble? Well, then I'll see you next Monday. And make sure to subscribe to The Taste of Taylor podcast and follow me on social media at Taylor Strecker.